Fausta merely nodded, sitting upright on her cushioned chair. In fact, she found the sight of the pyres slightly revolting. She had never enjoyed the spectacle of death, not even the sight of gladiators in the arena, or criminals being mauled by beasts, which most people seemed to find so entertaining. Burning in particular unnerved her. She had recurring nightmares of death by fire, or of being roasted or suffocated in an oven. But she was determined not to show any sign of weakness. So she may be, but I am not, said the old woman beside her, gathering her white mantle around her bony shoulders. Fausta and Helena, her mother-in-law, were seated close together, as if they were the best of friends. At my age, such things are not to my taste. Hypocrite, Fausta thought. She had seen the relish on the woman's face as the prisoners were led out and bound to the stakes, and the fires lit beneath them. But perhaps you enjoy the sight, Fausta, dear? Helena asked in a cold, dry whisper, leaning closer still so no others could hear. Don't the gods you worship, the demons, I should say, enjoy burnt offerings? They eat the smoke as their sustenance. Isn't that right? Fausta turned to meet the old woman's creased brown face and flinty gaze. Helena's voice still carried the sibilant accent of her native Bithynia. She was an innkeeper's daughter, raised from the dung of the stables by Constantine's father. How old was she, anyway? Fausta thought with distaste. Seventy? Eighty? Why wasn't she dead? With the embroidered silk hem of her shawl, Fausta covered her lips. At least my gods do not murder their own sons, she whispered, and managed to smile. Helena grinned tightly, and a spark of light winked from her eye. To anyone watching, the two women would appear to be sharing a private joke. Perhaps you should try living on a smoke yourself for a while, Helena said, laying a thin hand on Fausta's sleeve. Her fingers tightened to a pinch. You are looking somewhat plump these days. Fausta's smile was a glazed mask. She refused to rise to the bait. The Empress Mother had first appeared at court only a year or two previously. Since her arrival in the palace, Flavia Julia Helena had insinuated herself into the Emperor's confidence. She was a Christian too, of course, even more fanatical in her piety than Constantine himself. She had surrounded herself with priests and religious teachers, and had built a personal retinue, a court within the court, of officials and eunuchs who wished for her patronage, and the access she could grant them to her son's favour. Fausta had never managed anything as clever. Her marriage to Constantine might not be happy, but at least it was stable. She had given him three children so far, and he allowed her considerable freedom. But now she had been outflanked, and her hatred of Helena was all the purer for being reciprocated. Decades before, Constantine's father had divorced Helena to marry Fausta's own much older half-sister. Now the old woman was determined to wreak a long, cold vengeance for that insult, and she was savouring every moment of it. Well, I will leave you to your amusements, my dear, the old woman said, then got up, pausing to distribute a few low-value coins to the attendants. Fausta did not turn to watch her depart. She suppressed a shudder of loathing. 
Down on the riverbank, the pyres were burning more fiercely. Fausta could hear the snap and hiss as the flames rose. If she narrowed her eyes, the fires resembled torches, raised against the great grey barbarian wilderness on the far side of the river. A cold sweat was forming on her brow as the familiar night terrors filled her mind. She tried not to think of the bursting flesh, the charring bones. Remind me, she asked in a loud, steady voice, what crimes those men have committed? Remind her, Palladius, the Empress said in a weary tone. They have been found guilty of conspiring with the barbarians in their recent depredations, Domina, Palladius said. Two of them are decurions of the towns of Gorsium and Margum, while the third is the sub-prefect of the Pannonian River Fleet. Our Augustus, in his sacred wisdom, has decreed that anyone found to have collaborated with...